You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth. So you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Good morning, Blue Jays fans, and sorry for not being around all this week, but apparently I found out that my cell phone does not like to work and do this on the road while I was in Edmonton and Calgary all this past week. So here I am back in the States, live from Rochester, New York, as always, for the most part, anyways. So my travels did take me around, but I was able to watch the Blue Jays while I was walking around, and I even was able to watch some of the new Hampshire Fisher Cats series as far as from the far, but... It has been a very exciting time for the young Blue Jays, and that's throughout the whole system all the way through the major league level. And that was definitely not a uh, – that was definitely not – yeah, as far as everything goes, that was the case yesterday. All the young Blue Jays doing very well yesterday in the Blue, in the Blue Jays versus Red Sox game. The Blue Jays end up coming up just short as far as the win goes and get swept by the Boston Red Sox who are now 101-46, and 46, and I believe that is even the best uh, record in baseball at the moment. Blue Jays fall to 65-81 and 81 as they're struggling to try finding that nice sweet spot of getting back to 500 here before the end of the season. But in all reality, that's this is a uh, early audition time or see what the Blue Jays have as far as their system goes with this 40-man roster expansion and all. So John Gibbons has had his head full, hands full uh juggling all this young talent, and he's done a pretty good job. I like what he's done with as far as how he mixes these guys in and makes sure he's getting everybody some playing time. Um, with that being said, it looks like John Gibbons is on his way out, so who could be replacing him is the next fun question. Probably not going to be answering that one for months, but as far as everything goes, let's talk yesterday's Blue Jays baseball. Sam Gavilio was on the hill and only got only made it through three and a third. I was a little surprised that he got taken out when he did watching the game. It was in a little bit of trouble, but at that point he was doing pretty good, only allowing a home run to J.D. Martinez, who has hit a home run off of pretty much everybody at this point, so not terribly surprised that he had one off of Sam Gavilio for his 41th bomb of the season. J.D. Martinez's swing and everything just translates too beautifully to playing in Boston for half of a season. So, Gavilio would go three and a third, as mentioned, allows six hits, two earned runs with a walk and a strikeout. Jose Fernandez coming in and putting the uh, breaks on the offense for the, new, the Red Sox as far as all that kind of stuff goes. Good outing for him as he picks up four outs and is perfect through that outing. Mark Lyer Jr., however, would struggle just a little bit as he 
gets up three strikeouts to finally get out of the inning of work, but he does allow a home run to Raphael Devers before exiting. and allows two hits during the outing, during that single inning. Tim Mazo is on the mound for four outs as well, picks up a strikeout and no hits or no runs, no nothing. And then Danny Barnes comes in and tries to lock it up, ends up picking up the loss on a Blue Jay error that led to the run eventually on Younger Slarte on a really weird, everybody kind of going after a ball into no man's land type of thing. And unfortunately, it just lands and eventually led to a run, so just how it goes for the Blue Jays, and it pretty much feels like almost like a story of the season or a perfect summary. I'm missing it by that much. So, anyways, we got to talk offense. Lourdes Gurriel Jr., as far as the young guys go, continuing to be a dominant force in this lineup whenever he can be, going two for five with what might have been his longest home run as a Toronto Blue Jay in the majors, pounding this one over the green monster off of the light standing for the scaffold for the ball field lights and just completely annihilated this pitch it was a clear-cut home run as soon as as soon as the ball left his bat this is eighth of the season picking that one up in the late innings as the blue jays tried to claw back into it that put the two-run blast put them within striking distance oh sorry solo blast put them within striking distance as far as other plays and whatnot, the Blue Jays scored a scored on a single by Justin Smoke in the third inning to open up their scoring. Um, this little squibbler found its way through the infield, picks up his 75th RBI of the season. Uh, Loris Gurriel Jr., as I mentioned, picked up a home run to kick off the eighth. And then Kevin Pillar would have been hit by a pitch later in that inning to score the second run and um, as the bases were loaded. So just kind of moved everybody station to station. Unfortunately, with two outs there, the Blue Jays weren't able to capitalize on the rest of that with the bases being loaded. And that's how the cookie crumbled for the Blue Jays yesterday. So like I said, that costly error at the late innings kind of blew everything up. And they were right in the thick of it until the end there. So unfortunately how it goes so what sucks for the trial blue jays because they're now going to be done with the boston red sox so they you would think things might get easier but no that doesn't happen the blue jays are going to head to new york right after that and um, they're going to have marco estrada facing masahiro tanaka this evening so that's how it is <laughs> he just seems like all the bad stuff comes at once and the blue jays have been having enough little good highlights from their youngsters um, unable to really put it together fully to be able to run away with a few wins here, though. But let's hope that um, they'll figure some things out. But as far as winning goes, I think we need to talk New Hampshire Fisher Cat Baseball as they are currently running away with the Eastern League playoffs here and looking very, very good doing it. As far as all things go, New Hampshire Fisher Cats have won the first two games in Akron where the Rubber Duckies were taken down and have been on fire offensively throughout this whole uh, playoff stint so far for the Fisher Cats. The other night, we'll go through that box score scene. We missed it the other day. We'll just call this one the delayed day for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats as we set you up for tonight's battle for what could be the ending of a uh, the series as the New Hampshire Fisher Cats could walk off with the win tonight and with the championship in hand. So good fun stuff. So the Fisher Cats the other night, took down the rubber ducks in game two to put themselves up. As I mentioned, two games to zilch and they won that one handily with six to one. Um, and that was even with some help on the other side of the diamond with some errors from the rubber ducks 
who really struggled. But uh, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats were taking advantage of that. And John Harris uh, was on the mound, picks up his first pl- win of the playoffs here. Andrews throwing six and a third, five hits, just a one run, no walks and seven strikeouts and one of his better outings of this season. Um, the Fisher Cats were able to ride that wonderful performance to a victory, and he would get the win, as I mentioned. So they've got 10 hits on offense to be able to run away with this. John Birdie picks up one, uh, goes one for five, but picks up two RBIs on a, um, I believe it was a double. No, sorry, a single with two runners on it. He just kept moving around the bases. Some of the faster guys, Gunner Height and Forrest Wall, running around and picking up the first two scores of the game. Kevin Biggio would eventually ground out to score John Birdie later in that inning and move everybody up. Continuing to be a stellar bat since being called up for the playoffs, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats' newly acquired Joshua Palacios reached out in a fielder's choice but was able to get a run in as the um, infield kind of screws up and has some fun with errors, scoring Harold Ramirez on that play. And then the eighth, everything else continues as the uh, Fisher Cats put themselves up 5-1 to one and that with this hit, Santiago Espinal picking up a single to score to score Kevin Biggio. And then later that inning, a wild pitch would lead to Joshua Palacios scoring. So good stuff for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. They would have probably won this one without that little help on those two errors. But nice to see them being able to capitalize on some of this. So also, there were three New Hampshire Fisher Cats with uh, multi-hit games. Bo Bichette going f- two for five. Gunnar Height playing first base, playing picks up a run scored while going two for four. And so does Forrest Wall. So the eight and ninth batters supplying some solid uh, offense in this one. Kevin Biggio picking up a run scored and an RBI during his one four performance as well. Um, Got to mention that Jackson McClellan and uh, Kirby Sneed combined for uh, five outs and were able to hold them in check. And then I, this has to be mentioned because I don't think anybody's been noticing that Corey Coping, part of the wonderful trade deadline stuff, and he's been doing really well. Picks up another inning of work here with three strikeouts as he just dominates through the ninth inning. So what's next for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats? Well, they take on the um, Akron Rubber Ducks in this last bit in the, today, and hopefully maybe it'll be a serious sweep in home for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Zach Plesak of the Rubber Ducks will be taking on Jordan Romano as he uh, looks to absurd some more of his dominance on the Eastern League. He's been doing great all season. And as far as all things are go, that game will be t- tonight at 635 in New Hampshire. And Romano will look to take the offense of help and run away with this victory for the Eastern Championship. So... Anyways, as far as all the fun is concerned, this is what's going on. Sorry, I've been at MIA all week because of my fun traveling internationally. This is just what happens sometimes. So anyways, this has been Craig Borden here on the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. Don't forget to hit up all our fun at southofthesix.com. That's where all the fun is as far as all your Blue Jays and Raptors and even soon-to-be football news for all, everything goes. So Peace out, everybody, and let's hope the Blue Jays can pick up a win and look a little bit better than they did the last couple of days. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. 
It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save 